Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Lightning Insider.com podcast. I am Eric Erlinson from lightninginsider.com. It's been uh, a little over a week since I uh, last spoke to everybody through this medium, through this format. Tampa Bay is four games into their regular season now and figured it was time to kind of check in and give everybody some thoughts on what's going on with this team. Again, four games in and only two points and Boy, I can tell you, coming out of the the game against Philadelphia, um, the panic button was nearby some people. Um, The chicken littles, as I like to refer to them at times, uh, trying to judge a team four games into the season. It's a very precarious situation to put yourself into and try and equate what you see now as to what is going to be things throughout the final 78 games of the regular season. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything here because, you know, one and three record is not a good record. This is not what's expected of this team. It's not where they expect to be. It's not where fans expect them to be. And then, you know, watching the home opener slip away as it did in game number four against the Flyers, you build a 2 nothing lead. And then you see it go away. And, you know, I, I'm going to start with this thought. Listening to head coach John Cooper after the game in his post-game session with the media, and yes, I, I am in that room uh, asking uh, many of the questions. I, I got a vibe from, from John Cooper, and it wasn't the best vibe he's... You know, you kind of get a feel for a head coach that you've covered for a long period of time, and you get a read on him. You know, it was that way with John Tortorella when he was here for a while. Um, You know, when I got the chance to cover him in the early days of my career. You know, you, you get a read on how they handle things. And usually, in John Cooper's situation, in his case... After games like that, especially early in the season, he might not, I guess the the phrase I'm I'm trying to look for, is is he might not throw certain aspects of the team under the bus, so to speak. Um, He's usually a very positive, look at the silver lining type of guy, uh, type of head coach. And, you know, listening to what he had to say 
after the game against the Flyers gave me some flashbacks. Gave me some flashbacks to April of 2019 when Tampa Bay opened the postseason against Columbus, a John Tortorella coach team at that point. Had a 3-0 lead, couldn't hold it, lost the game 4-3. And some of the things I'll, I'll never forget some of John Cooper's comments coming out of the game. Obviously, the stakes were much, much higher. But his comments were basically, we tried too hard to score the fourth goal instead of preventing the first one or the second one or the third one. And, and again, listening to him tonight, you kind of got that feel of that post-game press conference way back in April 2019 where he used terms like, you have to defend your way to wins. You're up to nothing. We should have closed that game out. Those type of situations, which I found intriguing coming from him, again, just four games into the season. Because how many times you've heard me say it, you've, heard, you've read me write it, and you've heard John Cooper say it, you've heard the players say it, in so many different ways about the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. And, and I got the feeling that as good as they played for good portions of this game, that this was a process-building type of game despite the outcome. At the end of the day, it's a win-lose or get an overtime point kind of league. You are judged on wins and losses. But how many times have we heard come out of that locker room, come out of the coach's office about the process. There's a process that we need to do. We need to build this up. And I felt that coming out of that game, that's what he would say. Because they did a lot of good things. They generated 77 shot attempts, had 39 shots on goal, did create some really good quality opportunities five-on-five. Five. Didn't score any five-on-five five goals. Both their goals came courtesy of Steven Stamkos via the power play but they generated enough they did enough to win this game in regulation and should have really at the end of the day won this game in regulation but then in the third you know it's a 2-1 game and they start all of a sudden getting loose defensively you know, John Cooper, after the game again, spoke about trying to force things is essentially what he said. Those weren't his words, but that's essentially what he was saying, that they put themselves into a situation where they didn't need to press. Didn't need to press, and yet you saw some odd man breaks. I mean, it was almost a 2-on-0 situation because the defenseman was caught. Puck goes back to the point, pops over Eric Chernak's stick, and if it wasn't for a desperation stick check, you know, right before the red line, the Phillies got a 2-on-0. Like, those things you can't have happen. And, you know, you would like to sit here and say that 
yeah, you know, they've got some new defensemen back there. Ian Cole played his first game. Nick Perbix made his NHL debut. Right? Like, okay, there's new defensemen. No, it wasn't the new guys. It was some of the veteran guys. And even on the game-winning goal, again, John Cooper pointed this out, and you look at it, the five players that were on the ice, and forgive me if I'm wrong going off of memory here, I believe it was Mikhail Sergachev, I think Eric Chernak, Brandon Hagel, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov. Their shift length, all five of them were over a minute. And it was referenced in the post game about the length of the shift. Probably could have gotten a change, didn't do it. Philly got the change and had those, uh, had that unit stuck out on the ice, create a turnover, ends up in the game-winning goal with about seven and a half minutes to go. So I'd like to sit here and tell you that you know it's it's integrating new players, it's. It's getting players involved that haven't been there before, you know, stuff like that. But it, it wasn't the case. Now, again, I'm not, unlike others, I'm not burying the team. This team understands and they self-assess well. I don't really have much much doubt that this is an early season blip. But you have to get some guys producing. I mean, Steven Stamkos has six goals in four games. But Brayden Point's only got one. Nikita Kucherov, I don't think, has scored a goal yet. Um, you know, they're, they're, they've got, what, four power play goals. So they're not getting five-on-five results. Again, the five-on-five numbers were good tonight, but they're not getting the results and and getting the reward for that work. Alex Kalorn looks like he's still snake-bit from the playoffs last year when he finished with zero goals. Had a point-blank chance when it was 2-2 to regain the lead. Couldn't finish it. You know, Nick Paul hasn't scored yet. Ross Colton's got the one goal, right? So you're not getting the balanced scoring that you want to have. So there's there's a lot of things that are certainly a work in progress. But, you know, listening to the head coach talk about defending your way to a win. This is still a league you need to defend your way to a win. I found curious. Interesting. And, like, it's not alarm bells. You know, was there, there was an early game last year. I think they went winless in two straight. And I think John Cooper used the phrase that he liked that there were alarm bells going off because they had lost two straight internally. But I got the feeling tonight that he started to maybe look in that direction. He, I think he obviously sees a few things going on that don't make him and the coaching staff comfortable at this moment and some stuff they got to work on. And you've got to, you know, the rest of the month of October looks like this. 
you're at the Florida Panthers on Friday. You come home to play the Islanders on a Saturday. And then you go out west to California to face the three teams in California. They're, uh, they're at the Kings on Tuesday. They're at the Ducks on Wednesday. And they close out the California trip with an afternoon affair in San Jose on Saturday the 29th. So it's not an easy next few games coming up for Tampa Bay. You know the Panthers are going to be ready. They host the Panthers or the Flyers in their home opener before Tampa Bay goes down that way. The Kings are an improved team. There's many who believe that the Kings are a true playoff team this year. Made some changes. Kevin Fiala has made a big difference for that offense already. The Ducks... Still a pretty talented team. Maybe not at the Kings level. And the Sharks look like they're kind of, you know, not so strong this year. But it's still not an easy trip to go out west. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I I think maybe that's where the warning signs are there for the coaching staff to understand what they've got ahead of it. Look, it's, it's been... An odd month for Tampa Bay. You open up training camp. After four days, you've got the threat of Hurricane Ian. Forces everybody out of town and, you know, and the families included. Staff and players and and their families were all uh, taken up to Nashville where they spent four nights before coming back. They practiced for a couple of days, played a preseason game in Florida, played a preseason game at home, and then went back out on the road to start the season with three straight road games. You come back for one, you're back on the road Friday. You come back for one, you're back on the road for almost a week. And then you get a heavy home schedule in November. So I, I just think there was enough concern in John Cooper's discussion, comments, answers with us after the game against the Flyers to just kind of make me raise my eyebrows a little bit. Now, as Jason pointed out on Twitter, hey, look, two points out of the first eight, it's not good. You get ten out of the next twelve, everybody forgets it. And and that's why... Like, I was talking about this with Bobby the Chief Taylor on the pregame skate show. I don't know why it is in hockey, which is a six-month season. It's 82 games long. Why 
when we start to analyze teams, we put so much stock in the first handful of games. Like, as, as we talk here right now, there's 78 games left. 78. And recent history should give you the understanding that you can't base a team's outlook on four games. Do we think the Philadelphia Flyers are going to be one of the strongest teams in the league? No. They're 3-0. Hey, look, maybe I'm wrong. John Tortorella comes in, writes a ship. Maybe they get good goaltending on Carter Hart. They did on, th- on Tuesday. And maybe they shock everyone. But you can't make that assessment after their first three games. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. Just like how many people have commented to me while this team looked crappy in preseason. Well, you can't base preseason on anything. This team played five preseason games. They played two of them with regulars. The other three games, you throw them away. They mean nothing. Even the last two games in the grand scheme of things mean nothing. Because even that last preseason game against the Panthers, the Panthers didn't play hardly any of their starters. You didn't see Barkov. You didn't see Ekblad. I don't think Matthew Kachuk played the preseason at all. So just like you can't say, well... And look, I have this discussion with many of you who listen to me and interact with me on Twitter about, well, the Lightning played shitty down the last three weeks of the season. They're out. They're done. They're not going to perform in the playoffs. Why do you make that assessment? Why can you sit there and say how they play for a few weeks in, in March... It goes to equate about how they're going to play in April. There's no correlation. And if you don't have enough faith in this team at this point from being a fan to understand that you can't get overexcited one way or the other. If they were 3-0 and at this point, 4-0 at this point, you can't get too caught up and carried away with thinking, well, that's how things are going to go the rest of the year. That's not the way it works. There's work to be done, no doubt. There is... Getting out of their zone has not been easy. I think when I asked Alex Kalorn that question tonight, he... You know, he talked about some of the new defensemen, and, and you know, you've had Hayden Fleury play the first three games. Ian Cole played his first game tonight. Philippe Myers, who didn't play tonight, was in the lineup the first three games. Nick Perbix makes his NHL debut tonight. Right? Like, there's, we knew the defense was going to be a work in progress. You, you, you still feel good about their their forward group especially once Anthony Sorelli comes back. But you had question marks about the defense going into the season. And so far, those questions haven't been answered. It doesn't mean they won't be. But I just don't know how you can sit here and and say, as somebody, 
Again, Twitter can be a cesspool, I know. Pointed out, it's going to be a long year. Well, why do you make that assessment based on what you've seen in three games? If if this was, again, a conversation I had with Bobby the Chief Taylor, if this stretch happened in December, we'd, we'd say, it's a bad week. They can There's no problems with it. There's problems, but not anything they can't, you know, get turned around. So why is that different now? Why is that different in October? They're not buried. They're not done. Look, you you can't you can't put yourself in a situation where you're stringing losses together. You know, but look, the 2019-2020 season, they were. They never went on extended losing streaks, but they never had extended winning streaks. Win two, lose one. Lose two, win one. That was kind of their... their uh, the way their season went through the first middle part of it for the first half. And then they found who they are and put it, put it together. I mean, the St. Louis Blues should be the poster children for not burying a team that you know is good. After they went on to win the Cup in in 2019, when it looked like in December they were near the bottom of the league standing. So I understand it's an instant reaction world. I, I call it a microwave society. We want instant Results. We want instant access. We want instant an- analysis. All that stuff. But it is there's a big picture at play, and we just we don't know what that big picture is yet. So the Lightning do have work to do. Areas of their game to clean up, and I think I'm pretty sure if I'm thinking and talking about John Cooper's post game press conference and how it went and it got my attention, you know darn well he's got the players' attention. So I'm curious to see how they're going to look coming back to practice before they go to Sunrise to face off against the Panthers. will be interesting to see what kind of a practice they go through and how the team responds. This team, in a lot of ways, has earned the benefit of your doubt, and right now there's a lot of that doubt. Could be wrong, and I'm sure if they lose the next three or four, I'm sure people will tell me how wrong I am. That's all right. I'm used to it. No big deal. But still a lot to like about this team. There's still a lot to like about this core, what they're able to accomplish, what they can accomplish, uh, even with all the amount of hockey they've played over the last number of years. So that is my thoughts here through four games and and coming off of the home opener loss to the Philadelphia Flyers, unable to hold on to that two-goal lead, uh, end up blowing it and losing the game 3-2. All right, uh, don't forget you can catch me on with Bobby the Chief Taylor every game, not just home games anymore, Every game for the pregame skate show. You can hear that exclusively on The Strike 102.5 HD Channel 2. That's on all HD capable radios. 
You can also find the, the strike on the TuneIn app. Simply search for Lightning Radio 24-7. And no, you do not need to pay for TuneIn to listen to the stream. It, it, it's kind of tricky, and, and it kind of gives you that feel that you do have to sign up for it, but it is not pay. You don't have to pay to listen to it on TuneIn, just so you know. Okay? Uh, so that is every... Every game, one hour before puck drop. So Friday's game against the Panthers, it's a 7.30 puck drop. We'll be on the air at 6.30. Saturday against the Islanders, it's a 7 o'clock puck drop. So we'll be on the air at 6 o'clock. So, so forth. So the West Coast trip, 10 o'clock puck drop, we're on there at 9. That's kind of how that works there. So uh, make sure you do that. I'll also be filling in part... Some of the time on the last call for road games. Again, that'll be me and Chief most times. Uh, so again, that's on 102.5 HD Channel 2, The Strike. And on the TuneIn app, just find or search for Lightning Radio 24-7. Uh, I had a couple of questions. Uh, I, I'm not doing my normal... What I used to do with uh, Jay Retcher and Ian Beckles on the Beckles and Retcher show, um, not doing that on as I did before because of the the new radio deal and everything like that. Things just didn't work out in that aspect. But it doesn't mean I won't be on with Jay and Ian. We're we're trying to coordinate Wednesday still. It won't be as long. Uh, a lot of times it'll be by phone, but I'm going to try and be consistent. Uh, with that as well so you can find me uh, a lot of Wednesdays on with uh, Jay and Ian on 620 WDAE 95.3 during their show Uh, again hey look if anybody wants to have a sponsorship of this podcast if you want to sponsor a hit on you know Jay and Ian's show or anywhere else. I, I do some other guest appearances as well. If anybody's interested in that co- sort of sponsorship, uh, get your company's name out there uh, associated with what it is that I do. I'm always willing to have that conversation. Eric at lightninginsider.com, E-R-I-K at lightninginsider.com is where you can email me. Of course, my direct messages are always open on Twitter. Uh, Eric underscore Erlinson is my handle. That's E-R-I-K underscore Erlinson, E-R-L-E-N-D-S-S-O-N. If you ever have any questions that maybe you'd want to answer here on the podcast, that's also how you can reach me as well. Uh, So trying to stay uh, involved in as many areas as I can to try and reach as many people as I can. Uh, So subscribe to this podcast, uh, share this podcast, let people know that it's out there. Uh, As I said in the previous podcast, you know, there was a outlet that is um, that was covering this team for the last number of years that is no longer doing so, certainly not on a full-time basis. Uh, so if you want to subscribe to my site at lightninginsider.com, I'll give you the code PODCAST that you can go on and you can sign up through there. I'll give you $10 off your first year of a yearly subscription. It does auto-renew after that. But I'll give you $10 off. Again, that code is simply podcast. All right, that's going to do it for me for this little check-in here 
uh, just over a week into the regular season on some of the thoughts, especially coming out of the game against the Flyers. All right, uh, until then, thanks for listening, everyone. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.